Blog Talk Radio. Maestro? Fuck you. Don't worry. I want to say this to us though mm. because we try to act like the way sisters treat us doesn't have a history that we are not at least partly responsible for let's be honest mm. the black woman has had to hold down the black house by herself mm-hmm. although imperfectly mm-hmm. she's had to do it by herself since the mass incarceration of black males began in the 1970s mm-hmm. you understand me mm-hmm. most of our children are raised by a single mother right now 
And it has been that way for about 50 years. So when his sister says, I don't need a man, because she couldn't find one strong enough to hold her down. Or when you meet a woman and you say, sister, I'm, I'm strong enough to be a man. You ain't got to work or you ain't got to pay the bills or whatever. Pull back. I got you. And she can't do it because all the other men before you mm -hmm. who disappointed her. Mm -hmm. So what I'm saying is, black man, we got to be patient with our women because we created that personality. We created that. And then we, we want to act like we didn't play a role. We have to be held accountable for their poor selection. No, you have to be held accountable. No, you have to be held accountable because they have a poor selection. See, what you're saying, you're selecting a poor mate. And what I'm saying is they don't have much to select one, so of course she's going to end up with a poor mate. And why is she going to end up with a poor mate? Because we as black men are not raising black boys to be the men that our women need. We are not. They out there killing themselves right now. What we doing about it? Unemployed black males, what we doing about it? Pants sagging, weed smoking, what we doing about it? Black men are not raising black boys to be the men our community needs. That is 100% our fault. What I'm saying is she got a right to be angry with us. Uh, she got a right to be angry with us. We have that. not been on our job as black men. If the that. men are the providers, what have we been providing for our community? I'm not speaking you individually. Yes, yes. Because you may yes, be a damn good father. You may yes. be a damn good father. You may be a damn good father. But guess what? What are we doing for the community? What are we doing for the children who don't have a father? You don't think the black woman got a right to be angry when she's been raising two-thirds of the kids by herself for 50 years? And the minute she raised her voice, we say she's not humble enough. I she had I, to I, become masculine to survive the rape, I, the molestation, I, the domestic abuse. Are you telling me you can't see how I, we created that? I understand that, but she needs if to be more If we were loving selective. our women and, and taking care of our women, do you think she would be like that? That if, personality if has if a history. If she's picking Pookie and Ray Ray instead of... You're making junk. her a scapegoat. No, she's the, picking a scapegoat. No, 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 no. There's, there's good quality men that they ignore. Why, she even got it? Why, why, why is there even a Pookie in the selection? You got to ask her No, no, no. I'm going to tell you why there's a poopy in the selection. Why? Because black men have abandoned black boys and have allowed social media, white media, athletes, and rappers to raise them. That's why she went pookie. If she would not have a pookie. If we're going to be men, the mm -hmm. first thing we got to do is take responsibility for why our women feel the way they feel. All right, everybody, welcome one and all to the Angry Diva Radio Show. That's right, baby. I am your host with the most equipped of our goddess, also known as the Diva Fire. And I just kind of feel like we need to hear Dr. Umar one more time. So I'm going to go ahead and play that again, and then we will begin. I want to say this to us, though, mm. because we try to act like the way sisters treat us doesn't have a history that we are not at least partly responsible for. Let's be honest. The black woman has had to hold down the black house by herself, mm -hmm. although imperfectly. Mm -hmm. She's had to do it by herself since the mass incarceration of black males began in the 1970s. You mm -hmm. understand me? Mm -hmm. Most of our children are raised by a single mother right now, mm -hmm. and it has been that way for about 50 years. So when a sister says, I don't need a man, because she couldn't find one strong enough to hold her down. Or when you meet a woman and you say, sister, I'm, I'm strong enough to be a man. You ain't got to work or you ain't got to pay the bills or whatever. Pull back. I got you. And she can't do it because all the other men before you mm -hmm. who disappointed her.
So what I'm saying is, black man, we got to be patient with our women because we created that personality. We created that, and then we, we want to act like we didn't play a role. We have to be held strong... accountable for their poor selection. No, you have to be held accountable. No, you have to be held accountable because they have a poor selection. See, what you're saying, you're selecting a poor mate. And what I'm saying is they don't have much to select one, so of course you're going to end up with a poor mate. And why is she going to end up with a poor mate? Because we as black men are not raising black boys to be the men that our women need. We are not. They out there killing themselves right now. What we doing about it? Unemployed black males, what we doing about it? Pants sagging, weed smoking, what we doing about it? Black men are not raising black boys to be the men our community needs. That is 100% our fault. What I'm saying is she got a right to be angry with us. Uh, she got a right to be angry with us. We have that. not been on our job as black men. If the that. men are the providers, what have we been providing for our community? I'm not speaking you individually. Yes, yes. Because you may be a damn good father. You may yes. be a damn good father. You may be a damn good father. But guess what? What are we doing for the community? What are we doing for the children who don't have a father? You don't think the black woman got a right to be angry when she's been raising two-thirds of the kids by herself for 50 years? And the minute she raised her voice, we say she's not humble enough? I she had I, to become masculine to survive the rape, I, the molestation, I, the domestic abuse. Are you telling me you can't see how I, we created that? I understand that, but she needs if to be more If we was loving selective. our women and, and taking care of our women, do you think she would be like that? That if, personality if has if a history. If she's picking Pookie and Ray Ray instead of... You're making jump. her a scapegoat. No, she's the, picking a scapegoat. No, 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 no. There's, there's good Can quality men that they ignore. Why, she even got it? Why, why, why is there even a Pookie in the selection? You got to ask something. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you why there's a poop in this election. Why? Because black men have abandoned black boys and have allowed social media, white media, athletes, and rappers to raise them. That's why she went pookie. If she would not have a pookie. If we're going to be men, the mm -hmm. first thing we got to do is take responsibility for why our women feel the way they feel. And baby, that is that on that. Let me make sure you can hear me. Hello. Welcome to the Angry Divas radio show. I'm going to open the mics for some people. You can feel free to call in. Push one so we can hear you. Let me know you can hear me and the sound is good, though. How you doing today, sisters? Sisters, how y'all feeling? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, good. I'm making sure you can hear me, too. Awesome sauce. So let me say it again. Sisters, how y'all feeling? And brothers, y'all all right? <laughs> so this, this show was, I, insp I was inspired to do this show by the feedback that I have been seeing from a simple little post that I made today. Actually, not even today, honey. This post is at least two days old now. I said, motherhood is a job and fatherhood is a hobby. This is why men do not understand we who are child-free, and it has seemed to rock the mother-effing boat. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. What inspired me to write that post? Well, I saw, I saw a thread of women, mothers, um, who were talking about the hardships that they have in motherhood, and I had been watching a couple of videos on YouTube which were kind of like, TikTok compilations of women discussing the following topics, married single motherhood and weaponized incompetence from men and fathers and how that adds to their burden 
and their workload as mothers. And so as I was watching these things and listening to these women's stories, listening to even women who were talking about um, going into labor, there was a whole entire video compilation put together about the different things that men did, boneheaded, stupid, foolish things that men did when their wives went into labor. One such was a man stopped to go and get himself something to drink instead of taking his laboring wife to the hospital. Like what? So I, I'm watching these videos and I'm listening to these women's testimony, and it just dawned on me. Something my father had said to me. Now, let me preface this before I go further. A, I do not have children. I have never been pregnant. No abortions, no miscarriages. I do not have sex without a condom. There's never been a man's sperm inside of me. Let's start there. Furthermore, for those who would obfuscate, deflect, and derail the conversation, I had a daddy. He passed away last year on Father's Day. Rest in peace to my father. He raised me. I come from married parents who come from married parents. So this single baby mama narrative that y'all are using to try to debunk what I said, stuff it up your ass, stuff it right up your ass, because it doesn't apply. So let's get back to the point. Let's get back to the topic. I'm watching these compilations, and I'm seeing these women discuss this, and it just dawned on me something that my father said to me when I was a little girl. He said to me two things, mama's baby, daddy's maybe. And I asked him what he meant, because I didn't understand, right? And he said, mothers do what they must, and fathers do as they please. So you keep that in mind before you go out here and let one of these knuckleheads to get you pregnant. Mm. And so because he said that to me, I have a practice now as a sexually actualized woman that I do not engage in sex with men without condoms. I'm a heterosexual woman. I like sex just as much as anybody else. But baby, here's this rubber, put it on. I bought it myself. You ain't got to worry about your little money being spent <laughs> to protect me from you and to protect you from yourself. So I'm, I'm remembering something, the thing that he said that I just spoke to you guys. And I'm watching these compilation videos, and I said to myself, yeah, motherhood is a job, and fatherhood is a hobby. You know, men get praised for doing a little ponytail. Men get praised for, you know, picking up the kids after school. Men get praised for doing the bare minimum. And I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination that this is all men, all right? I firmly believe that only mentally inferior and mentally incompetent people need you to say some because they infer all when you don't say some. That's a you problem. That's not a me problem. I'm not going to let you make it my problem. So those who wanted to derail and obfuscate, there's a lot of funny comments in one particular thread. I want to just shout out this sister right quick because she did not have to share this post at all. And I really appreciate that she did. Sister Kyla Janae Lacey, congrats and thank you, sis. Shout out to you for sharing the post. But her particular thread got a lot of comments. She actually just had to turn off comments because black men decided to come to that thread calling women bitches. I got called a bitch. She got called a bitch by ugly, dusty, rusty, crusty niggas. And I just thought that was too funny. Um, but it just goes to show... A few things that I'm sure we didn't all heard our granny say or our granddaddy say or whoever the case might be. Only a hit dog will holler. And if it don't apply, let it fly. So why is it seen 
Why do I see, why did I say that motherhood is a job, meaning it's something that you have to do, something that you must do, while fatherhood is a hobby, meaning it is optional. It is something you engage in when you fucking feel like it. Why did I say that? Because it's true. It's true. I don't have any children, so this is not coming from my personal experience. This is not because I chose the wrong man and my trauma is speaking for me. This is none of that. This is simply and only about the fact that statistically it is proven that men do what they want to do. Men contribute when they want to. The conversations on fatherhood are evidence of that. The conversations that we're having about motherhood and fatherhood, the conversations we're having about child support, it is proving this. The statistics and the data also prove this, that women do the bulk of the labor when it comes to the family, the emotional labor, the spiritual labor, the physical labor, and even the financial labor. Mm -hmm. That is not a secret. That cannot be mistaken. That's not a secret. So let's go into it. Let's get into the topic. Um, People are welcome to call in. Like I said, if you wanted to call in, the number to call in is 563-999-3088. Call in, press 1, raise your hand, be respectful. Don't make me have to hang up on you, okay, because you're crazy. But I just, I'll, I'll read some of the comments from the thread because these men have really, I had to block a lot of them because a lot of the comments were just blatantly disrespectful and dishonorable. And I thought that it was just so, so interesting to see all the craziness that has come from this topic. So um, let me go into the thread. Hold on, y'all. Let me go in the thread. Let me go in the thread. One man says, mothers abandon kids every day, B. I don't know if that B is supposed to be calling me a bitch, but your mammy. Mm. Um, whether it's abortion or leaving them, plenty of examples of that. So I said to him, this post is not negating that. He said, it says fatherhood is a hobby like it's optional. Just because media exploits the black family as fathers are no-shows, when data proves otherwise does not mean that we are optional in the dynamic. I never said that fathers are optional. Fathers are paramount and important. Children fare better. Children have better outcomes when there is a father in the home. Children have better outcomes when there is a father in the home. This is statistically proven. It has also been statistically proven that the children of single fathers have better outcomes than the children of single mothers. That alone right there proves that fathers are not optional. And this is just going to show that people read what they want to read because I'm just trying to help me understand, help me make it make sense. I said fatherhood is a job, or motherhood is a job, fatherhood is a hobby, which is why men don't understand we who are child-free. Where did I say that fathers are optional? Your inability to read and comprehend what you read and to respond to what is said, not what you feel like was said, is not my problem. That is a you problem. That is not a me problem. Okay? Let's start there. So... The, the comments are crazy. 
Another man says, you know what's crazy about this whole post? Single mothers will eat this post up and run with it. Sister Kyla said, how many women have you made a single mother? <laughs> and I was... <laughs> Kyla goes on to say this. It's always interesting watching people deflect and be pedantic in order to distract from reality. There are absolutely great fathers. There are absolutely shitty mothers. But none of those things take away from the fact that women do a majority of child rearing, whether the man lives inside the home or not. Presenting outliers doesn't mean things are equitable. It just means you don't want to listen. Mm, Good. Let me read that again. Presenting outliers doesn't mean things are equitable. It just means you don't want to listen. Mm, 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 good. Mm, mm, good. If a white person did this to you, when you spoke about racism, you'd be livid. And that's the thing that I don't understand about black men. When we talk about what white people do, what racist white people do, and a white person comes in to deflect and not all white people, not all white people, y'all get pissed off. So why do you then turn around and become the white people of black people? Help me understand it. People are saying that it's disrespect to fathers. This is not disrespect to fathers. I have a father. Like I said at the beginning of the show, my father passed away, and may he rest in heavenly peace. On Father's Day of 2022, just last year, we are barely, and I do mean barely, as today is July 29th of 2023, we are barely a year and a month from the day my father died. So under no circumstances am I sitting here saying all black fathers or all fathers, period, ain't shit. But the fact of the matter is that black men, that men in general, do not share the load and the burden that mothers do. You know, one man tried to say that it's proven that black men are involved. Um, That's y'all flaunting and citing that little funky CDC self reported study let me say it again self-reported study that is not an empirical database piece that's you hand patting yourself on the back you're patting your own selves on the back and saying i'm involved in my children's lives because you might come through on the weekend and take your child mcdonald's Mm. and that's not the same thing You've got fathers who don't know the size that their children wear. You don't know the name of your child's teacher. You don't know the name of your child's pediatrician. You don't know the name of your child's orthodontist. You don't know your child's favorite color. You don't know what they're allergic to. You don't know who they are, what they like, what they don't like, if they have struggles, what their challenges are. You are not as involved as a mother. And men take that personally. They take it as an attack because basically what they're hearing is I'm not doing enough, and that's the truth. You're not. You need to do more. You do. And because because we, women like myself, who do not have children, sit back and watch what y'all say, how y'all act and react, the disrespect that's being given to black women for simply expressing an opinion. This is an opinion that's based in facts, but it's still a fucking opinion. (laughs) 
it's still a fucking opinion. I don't get it. Help me make it make sense. But the way that they have reacted is telling. It is largely telling. And I think that it's time for us to have this discussion. So, again, the lines are open. Anybody who got smokers, we had a lot of men in that thread who had so much mouth. They had so much to say. Where are you? Call in. 563-999-3088. Call in. Because I want the smoke. I want you to come and tell me why or what, whether or not it's true. Come and tell me if it's true. If fatherhood is a hobby, if men view and treat their role as fathers as a hobby. Because if we listen to what Dr. Umar said, and I'm going to play that again in just a moment, Dr. Umar has spoken about the fact that black men want to cite their individualism. They want to cite how they are as individuals, you know? Like one particular man will say, one man in Kyla's thread said, I've been raising my kids solo since five months. Sir, I'm sorry that you have to do it solo, but you as an individual does not change the fact that the collective of black men are not in the home with their children. It does not change the fact that statistics show that men who are not custodial parents, men who are not in the home with their children, contribute less to the development of those children. This does not change the fact that the statistics show that children who come up in a single mother household have the worst outcomes nationwide. That would be tantamount to me saying, oh, you know, all black women ain't single mothers because I'm not one. 41% of black women are not mothers. We do not have children in any way, shape, or form. 41% of us. Okay, 41% statistically proven. 41% of black women do not have children. More black women have children than do not have children. It would be foolish of me to sit up and say, nah, black women aren't single mothers because I'm not one. But that's what y'all doing. That's what y'all doing. And it's tired and worse. And it needs to stop. It's a deflection. It's a knee-jerk reaction based on your emotions. And it's so funny because black men will be the first people to say, you know, women are emotional and women respond and, you know, reply from emotions and they need to be more logical. But where is the logic in you trying to use your exceptionalism, you being an exceptional individual who is involved in his, fa- his child's life as a father, where is the sense in using that to try and debunk the rule. It's so funny. Y'all can't have it both ways. Y'all can't. Because y'all will get up on these podcasts and you will talk about how single mothers are the blame. Um, I, a black man in the thread said, oh, 80% of men, and black men who are incarcerated come from single mother households. That is not true. That is not true. This is why y'all should have stayed in school instead of running the streets so that you could have learned the proper mathematical skills be able to understand statistics. And statistics are not easy unless you've actually had a course in statistics. If you've never taken a statistics course, you would really never really be able to understand what you're, what you're reading. The data that I found is that less than 50%, we're talking something closer to 42 to 46% of men, not just blacks, but men, period, of all races, 
who are in jail come from single mother households. We, we would have to go and look at what percentage of those people are black, and I'm sure those statistics are out there. I just don't have them in front of me right now. But the statistics are not that it's 80% of black men who are in jail came from a single mother households. That's, that's just the thing. That's not it. That couldn't be more false. So if we're going to deal, if we're going to deal with the topic, let's start at the beginning. It takes a man and a woman to come together to create a baby. A man and a woman come together, they experience a night of passion, a moment of passion, and then somebody ends up pregnant. The woman ends up pregnant. She gets to choose whether or not she is going to carry that pregnancy to term or if she is going to terminate that pregnancy. The man gets to choose whether or not he is going to have unprotected fertilizing sex with a healthy, fertile, virile woman. That's your power. That's your power right there. You get to choose. And we know black men do not like condoms. Y'all are very vocal about that. Y'all are very vocal about your entitlement to raw pussy. So you don't want to use condoms. Then you'll turn around and say black women should make you use condoms, but you won't argue with her about the use of condoms. That's not the point, though. Your option is to protect yourself. You can either go and get a vasectomy, which is reversible, or you can put a condom on, a hat on your willy, as my daddy would say. <laughs> put a hat on your willy. Absent you taking those two actions, when you have unprotected fertilizing sex, by fertilizing sex, I mean sex where you ejaculate into a woman's vagina, a fertile, healthy virile woman's vagina at that because we're not dumb and we're not little kids and we know what it takes to make a baby, right? We know. We're at least intelligent enough to know that if we aren't intelligent enough to understand that, you know, just because somebody didn't say something don't mean all. Mm. <laughs> but you know that sperm meets the egg makes a baby. So when you choose to lay down with a woman and not put on a condom, you're choosing to make a baby. That's the choice that you're making as a man. You are choosing to make a baby. So when the baby shows up, you don't get a say after that. That's on her after that. That's on her. If you wanted a say, your time to have a say, your time to have some power, some control, to change the destiny of yourself, of that woman and that child, was before you decided to put your healthy penis and sperm inside of her healthy, fertile vagina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Simple. Simple and easy, easy and simple. Those were your options. When you choose to do that, you're choosing to have a baby. I don't know how many ways and times I can say it. So the blaming of single mothers and stuff like, Men don't walk away, like men don't switch up after the baby comes, like men don't do any sort of research into child development, into postpartum, preeclampsia, all the things that women go through to produce your legacy, your child. No research, not a damn given. This contributes to the problem. This is why it is the truth. That for mothers, it's a job, and for fathers, it's a hobby. You can pick up and walk away at any moment. 
she has to be there. That does not negate the fact that there are deadbeat mothers, that there are horrible mothers, that there are traumatized mothers, that there are mothers who don't do as good of a job as they should, as they could. This is not to say any of that. This is simply to say that statistically, especially in the black community, given that 74% of all babies born in the black community are born to single mother households, not single parent, single mother, okay? 74% of the babies are born to single mothers. They exist with single mothers. The father was too weak to stay in the home. This is 2023. This is not 1960 with the welfare. Hmm? Furthermore, since the welfare took us out the home argument was all up and through Kyla's threads, let me address that. If the little pittance and the great nosiness, the imposition, the control that came with systemic welfare was enough and sufficient to displace you from the home, Maybe you didn't deserve to be there. I'm going to let Dr. Umar say his piece again, and we'll be right back. I want to say this to us, though, Mm. because we try to act like the way sisters treat us doesn't have a history that we are not at least partly responsible for. Let's be honest. Mm. The black woman has had to hold down the black house by herself, Mm -hmm. although imperfectly. She's mm-hmm. had to do it by herself since the mass incarceration of black males began in the 1970s. You mm-hmm. understand me? Mm-hmm. Most of our children are raised by a single mother right now. Mm-hmm. And it has been that way for about 50 years. So when a sister says, I don't need a man, because she couldn't find one strong enough to hold her down. Or when you meet a woman and you say, sister, I'm, I'm strong enough to be a man. You ain't got the work or you ain't got to pay the bills or whatever. Pull back. I got you. And she can't do it. Because all the other men before you mm-hmm. who disappointed her. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, black man, we got to be patient with our women because we created that personality. We created that. And then we, we want to act like we didn't play a role. Okay. We have to be held strong... accountable for their poor selection. No, you have to be held accountable. No, you have to be held accountable because they have a poor selection. See, what you're saying, you're selecting a poor mate. And what I'm saying is they don't have much to select one. So, of course, you're going to end up with a poor mate. And why is she going to end up with a poor mate? Because we as black men are not raising black boys to be the men that our women need. We are not. They out there killing themselves right now. What we doing about it? Unemployed black males. What we doing about it? Pants sagging, weed smoking. What we doing about it? Black men are not raising black boys to be the men our community needs. That is 100% our fault. What I'm saying is she got a right to be angry with us. Uh, she got a right to be angry with us. I we have that. not been on our job as black men. If the that. men are the providers, what have we been providing for our community? I'm not speaking you individually. Yes, yes. Because you may yes, be a damn good father. You may yes. be a damn good father. You may be a damn good father. But guess what? What are we doing for the community? What are we doing for the children who don't have a father? You don't think the black woman got a right to be angry when she's been raising two-thirds of the kids by herself for 50 years? And the minute she raised her voice, we say she's not humble enough? 
I she had I, to become masculine to survive the rape, the I, molestation, I, the domestic abuse. Are you telling me you can't see how I, we created that? I understand that, but she needs if to be more If we was loving selective. our women and, and taking care of our women, do you think she would be like that? That if, personality if, has if a history. If she's picking Pookie and Ray Ray instead of... You're making jump. her a scapegoat. No, she's well, picking a scapegoat. No, 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 no. There's, there's good Can quality men that they ignore. Why, she even got it? Why, why, why is there even a Pookie in the selection? You got to ask something. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you why there's a poop in the selection. Why? Because black men have abandoned black boys and have allowed social media, white media, athletes, and rappers to raise them. That's why she went pookie. If she would not have a pookie. If we're going to be men, the mm-hmm. first thing we got to do is take responsibility for why our women feel the way they feel. Thank you, Dr. Umar. Thank you, Dr. Umar, for finally getting it and speaking to it. The fact of the matter is there would not be a Pookie or a Ray Ray to choose from if black men did more for the community. If black men were mentors, good mentors, just because you're a man doesn't make you a good mentor. Mm. But if the black son had good mentors, if we had more black men who were mentally stable, emotionally stable, financially Stable, educated. We wouldn't have these problems. But now I want to get into the child-free part of it because, you know, there's a growing movement of men attacking women who are child-free. We are under attack for choosing better. It's not the better choice to have no children at all than to risk trusting a black man who is just going to abandon you and his child. Is that not a better choice? See, you cannot tell black women to choose better. And then, child, yeah, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say it. You cannot tell black women to choose better and then get mad because that closes out 80% of black men. You cannot call black women to choose better and then cop an attitude because that means that over 80% of black men are ineligible as partners, as husbands, as fathers because your education level isn't up to par. Your finances ain't up to par. Your emotional intelligence is not up to par. Mm-hmm. You cannot tell us to choose better and then get mad when we don't choose you at all because you're not better because there's nothing better about you. I'm watching a thread right now. These are some Haitian people who are reacting to my post, right? And so the man says, not accurate. And the woman says, just because you don't relate doesn't make it inaccurate. I want men to understand that. He says, I would like more people to start realizing that this generalization of fathers is breaking out with that curse. There are more men in this generation who are showing up and staying present in their kid's life than the previous generation. Pause. Let's give a round of applause to the men who are showing up. Because you know they like children, and if you don't suck their little dick and clap your hand for them, they're going to be upset, right? I am glad. I think this is a wonderful thing, a beautiful thing for the children, for the outcomes of black children, for the future of the black fucking race, that black men are more now than the last generation present in their children's lives, if that was true, if it's true, okay? But that does not 
negate the fact that black men have abandoned and neglected their children, that black men's emotional weakness and high sensitivity has prevented them from being fathers, that black men's oppression as men, the fact that they have been conquered through slavery and disenfranchisement by white men, that doesn't change the facts that these issues are contributing to them being unsuitable partners. They want docile slaves, not partners. They want submissive women. They want someone to surrender their authority to them without proof that they can lead. For over 40 years, we have seen the leadership of black men, and it led us into a 74% statistic of single motherhood. That's what your leadership has gotten us. It has led us to an under 50% statistic of black men incarcerated, as y'all want to tell it, men being incarcerated because of single mothers, that being the outcome. We have seen what black men's leadership has done to our community in the black murders committed by black men. Black men murder more people, man, woman, and child, than the entire police force nationwide see the shining sea. Every five hours, a black man murders a black woman and or her children because they're not just taking out the woman, they're taking out the babies too. So you are emotionally volatile, unstable, untrustworthy, and unsuitable as partners and as fathers. And that emotional instability is stemming from your oppression. I get that. But we no longer want to be subjected to and submitted to your emotional, financial, and mental instability as so-called leaders. We don't want it anymore. This is why you are seeing a growing movement of women who do not have children and never want to have children either. And you're going to continue to see this to grow, no matter if you tell us that we're broken, no matter if you tell us there's something wrong with us. I would rather you look at me at my age and see that I don't have kids, I've never been pregnant, no miscarriage, no abortions, never. No man's sperm has been inside me, ever. I would rather you look at that and say something's wrong with her because whatever, then contribute to the negative outcomes of black children. And more and more black women are choosing that life. More and more black women are opting out of having children. More and more black women are opting out of being the sole parent when there's a man there who should be stepping up. I saw a video the other day, a black man made the video. I don't know who posted it. I don't remember if it was a woman or a man who posted it. But it was a black man recording his baby mother. And the baby mama was 20. She was 22 years old. And she was telling him that either he could come get his daughter or she was going to take the daughter to the fire station. She didn't want to be a mother anymore. And all she kept saying is, you're never here. You're never here. You're never here. Everything is on me. You got on your knees and you begged me and you cried. You begged me to have the child. You begged me not to terminate the pregnancy, and I did. And now I am the one who has to do everything for her. So you can go get your child from your mother's house, or this time next week she'll be at the fire station. That's what she told him. 
That's what she told him. And so he posted the video trying to shame her. The child is two. You're shaming these women for not wanting to go through the responsibility by themselves of being the parent of your child. All he kept saying is, I'm at work, I'm working. She said, you weren't even there in the delivery room. He says, I was there right after. The excuses are unending. She is crying out to you and letting you know that she can't take it, that she needs you to step up. And instead of you just doing that, you get defensive like all these black men who got defensive under the post. But you would not need to defend yourself if you knew for a fact that it didn't apply to you. Only the hit dog will holler. If it doesn't apply, there's no need to defend yourself. If nobody called you out by name, there's no need to defend yourself. And so he's trying to make her look bad, but really he just makes himself look bad. Because why did you get on your knees and cry and spit and drool and snot to beg this woman to have that baby, and then you're not around helping her raise it? Men think, black men in particular, since we are black women talking about the black community, that if they just go to work and bring home a check, that's enough. This has long been the position of men in patriarchy. I'm the provider. So he said that to the sister, and she said, I work too. The little money you give is not enough to take care of everything. What does he say back? I'm not responsible for your rent and bills. Look at this, but you're the provider. Mm. You're the breadwinner, though, right? Black men have created conditions that make motherhood a job for black women instead of a joy. Children should be our joy. You know, in that same thread, if you go into my thread on my page, you'll see comments that I made. I just, this is Saturday today. On Tuesday, I had some friends over, both are mothers. One is a new mother. Her baby is five months old. And when she came into my home, she passed me her baby. She said, you can hold her. And I was like, I was shocked, right? I was like, oh, okay, what do I do? Because <laughs> I'm child-free, honey. So I picked up the baby, and I'm holding her, and she clinging on to my shirt strap, and it was so cute. She felt really good in my arms. And then she started hollering and screaming because she wanted her mama, and I was like, nope, that's enough of that. <laughs> that's enough of that. And so I'm watching this woman who she's breastfeeding. So it made sense that she brought her baby with her, but men don't see that. This is supposed to be a ladies' evening. We were getting together to have food and a little bit of, well, she wasn't going to drink because she's breastfeeding, but I had made sangria. And I said, come on down. I just moved. I wanted to, you know, invite them to my home and, you know, host them in my home and have a goddess evening. This woman couldn't even have a goddess evening because she could have pumped breast milk and left it for the daddy. She has a, a child's father. She's living with the father of the child. I don't know if they're married. I'm not going to project anything. But he dropped her off, and she had to be with the baby. Men don't see that. Men do not see how vital and important the role of a mother is. Men have made themselves optional as fathers by their behavior, their mentality, their attitude, by the culture of manhood, black manhood especially, and black fatherhood. I'm going to say this and I'm going to close out because clearly all the niggas who have something to say ain't coming in. Y'all had so much smoke in that thread. We were called all kind of bitches, but ain't nobody pulled up. Funny enough. My mom, one year, when I was quite young, I think there are four of us total, 
and I think the last child was not even born yet, right? That's how young I was. We were kids, little babies. And my mom gave my dad a gift, and it said, any man can be a father, but being a daddy is a choice. So my prayer and my supreme wish for black children is not just that they have a father, a sperm donor, but that they have an active daddy in their life, that they have a man who is in the home with their mom, in a healthy relationship, that they grow up like I did, watching their daddy kiss on their mama and flirt with her and smack on her booty to show how a man should show his love to a woman, that they grow up like I did, watching their father give their mother pearls and diamonds and rubies and gold tennis bracelets and rings and earrings and necklaces. I wish for black men to be men and fathers so that they can give their children daddies, not just some nigga who was fucking somebody raw because he feels entitled to raw pussy, shot up the fucking club and said, no problem, not mine, which is what y'all are giving. Not just some nigga who's mad and won't take the time to understand postpartum depression and the way that it impacts and changes a woman who won't do the research to understand the chemical and biological changes that a woman goes through to birth the water-headed legacy. Mm. That's what I wish. I wish y'all would get it together. I wish that I saw so many black men as live-in fathers, as husbands, not baby daddies, husbands, men who live at home with their children, so that I did not have to feel that it was not worth being a mother, because motherhood is a thankless job. By and large, the outliers of men who are single fathers does not disprove the rule that it is more women who are in charge and who are under the sole burden of the care for the child. I wish it was not true. I wish it was not statistically proven, data-based opinion that I have that motherhood is too much work that there's a likelihood of the man up and changing his mind, that men are not weaponizing their sperm to trap women with pregnancies so that she's always connected to him to quote-unquote humble her. I wish that wasn't true. I wish I didn't know of a woman right now with a a three-year-old son who only has a son because the father of the child felt insecure. He told me this himself. He told me these words himself. Baby, next show I do, I'm going to get him in here. Mm. He told me himself that he felt insecure that she was going out with her friend. He was worried that she might leave him for somebody else, somebody better. And so he took the condom off, and he got her pregnant. They're not together now because she was so angry that he got her pregnant. She didn't believe in abortion. She had the baby. But guess who got the baby more time than she do? And I don't blame her. 
That's how it should be. This is your sperm. You waste it. I'm Triple Dark Goddess, and this has been another Angry Divas radio show. To our guests on the panel, did anybody have anything that they wanted to say before we close out? The floor is yours. Speak now or forever. Hold your peace. Yeah, just wanted to say what. Can you hear me? Yes, you can be heard. Go ahead. Okay, perfect. Um, I was just saying, this was really killer because the way you frame it is absolutely true, that men have made these choices, especially in the black community, and there's, you know, cause and effect. We're seeing those outcomes, and we, we've decades of data now. So it's almost like they're shocked, but we – if you just follow the dots, um, the, the, these conclusions are not not that hard to make to to pull out. So, thank you so much for you know revealing that in your classic fiery way. I love it. I think it's interesting the deflections that almost always come up. Let me read this comment really quick, and this this kind of goes with what they're saying. She didn't say all men or always men's fault or never women's fault. She shouldn't have to micro-detail every single caveat or if, and, and but in the situation. On her radio show right now, she's even saying that there are good fathers and bad mothers. However, she's not wrong about the fact that, statistically speaking, fathers are the ones that abandon or neglect. I had an atypical childhood where my mother allowed molestation then abandon, then never pay child support. I'm sorry, I have to stop there. Brother, I'm so sorry that happened to you. My God, my heart, I'm so sorry that happened to you. And I'm going to do a show on that next. My half-brother, who she did keep with her, has had a terrible outcome compared to me and my two full brothers that were raised by my dad. Now, that's proving what I said, that children who were raised by their fathers, even in a single father house, have better outcomes than children raised by single mothers. Let's talk about why. The reason for that is simple. The burden on a woman. You know something my my dad used to say, and it's so crazy because I heard their fairy godfather, Kevin Samuels, to say this too, that weight is meant for shoulders, not hips. Mm. Let's keep going with what the brother's saying. That is the norm, though, and absolutely shows that having a stable father figure in your life leads to better lives for the children than only having a stable mother. Having both is ideal, but not having a father hurts far more. Mm. I completely agree with what he's saying there. I have one more comment I want to read. The sister said, Fatherhood does not take away men's freedom, but women's freedom. I haven't heard you're a father, don't wear those clothes or say this thing. But we're still hearing you're a mother, there's a way to live. As long as we live in a patriarchal society, motherhood will always be more important. Mm. The Kiki Palmer situation proved it, you know? I mean, you're a mom, though. We just had this whole conversation where... You're a mother, so you shouldn't wear certain clothes. 
Nobody says you're a father. Pull your fucking pants up on your ass. <laughs> Stop dressing like you 12 years old and you're 50s. You're a father now. Nobody says that. <laughs> Nobody says you're a father. You have daughters. Stop calling women bitches. That is not the societal, I mean society-wise, not on an individual basis. But we're talking about the greater norm. It is far greater of a norm to use motherhood to cage women, to trap women, to control women. That's why it's a job. Fatherhood does not trap men. It doesn't slow down men's careers. It's not delaying men's education at the rate that it is slowing down women's careers and delaying women's education. This is a huge burden on women to be the bearers of your legacy, and we don't even get the basic respect. Right now, men in Congress are doing away with Title X and women's reproductive rights and reproductive health rights. Whatever happens with my uterus should be between me, my God, and my doctor. Not some uterusless old man in Congress, but that is not the way of the world because men feel entitled to control women. This is based in religion. This is based in patriarchy. This is what it is. And as long as this is what it is, as long as these things are factual and true, you are going to continue to see a decline in the birth rate. This is happening globally. This is not just black women. In China, there's a decline in the birth rate. In Japan, there's a decline in the birth rate. Germany, decline. Spain, decline. United Kingdom, decline. I am right now here in Barbados. The decline in the birth rate is so great that they instituted a program called the Welcome Stamp to bring in foreign people to up the population numbers right here on this tiny island. Yes. That is how bad it is. It's too expensive to have children, especially as a single mother. Children are very expensive. And depending on where you live, it might be more expensive than other places. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. The last time that I checked, which would have been about five or so years ago, it cost 300000 upwards of 300000 U.S. dollars to raise a child from infancy to the 12th year of school senior year in high school, in my city. I don't even want to know what it is now because it was too much then. <laughs> it's certainly too damn much now. And men are not keeping account of that. While we're out here having random raw sex with people and quote-unquote shooting up the club, men are not keeping account of that. And it's irresponsible. Again, I say, as long as these truths are not only self-evident, but data-backed, statistically proven, with empirical data to justify every word that I just said, you're going to continue to see more and more women opt out of the job that is motherhood. One last comment, and I'm going to end the show. I saw a woman say, the only way I want a child is if I could be the father. (laughs) I'm Triple Dark Goddess. 
This has been another Angry Divas radio show. Thank you to our guests. Thank you to everybody who commented in the thread. You know, I really appreciate everyone who's listening, even if you didn't call in, if you didn't press one. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you giving me your time. You did not have to, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. I want to say this to us, though, mm. because we try to act like the way sisters treat us doesn't have a history that we are not at least partly responsible for. Let's be honest. Mm. The black woman has had to hold down the black house by herself, mm-hmm. although imperfectly. She's mm-hmm. had to do it by herself since the mass incarceration of black males began in the 1970s. You mm-hmm. understand me? Mm-hmm. Most of our children are raised by a single mother right now. Mm-hmm. And it has been that way for about 50 years. So when a sister says, I don't need a man, because she couldn't find one strong enough to hold her down. Or when you meet a woman and you say, sister, I'm, I'm strong enough to be a man. You ain't got the work or you ain't got to pay the bills or whatever. Pull back. I got you. And she can't do it. Because all the other men before you mm-hmm. who disappointed her. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is, black man, we got to be patient with our women because we created that personality. We created that. And then we, we want to uh, act like we didn't play a role. We have to be held strong... accountable for their poor selection. No, you have to be held accountable. No, you have to be held accountable because they have a poor selection. See, what you're saying, you're selecting a poor mate. And what I'm saying is they don't have much to select one. So, of course, you're going to end up with a poor mate. And why is she going to end up with a poor mate? Because we as black men are not raising black boys to be the men that our women need. We are not. They out there killing themselves right now. What we doing about it? Unemployed black males. What we doing about it? Pants sagging, weed smoking. What we doing about it? Black men are not raising black boys to be the men our community needs. That is 100% our fault. What I'm saying is she got a right to be angry with us. She got a right to be angry with us. We have not been on our job as black men. If the men are the providers, what have we been providing for our community? I'm not speaking you individually. Yes, yes. Because you may be a damn good father. You may be a damn good father. You may be a damn good father. But guess what? What are we doing for the community? What are we doing for the children who don't have a father? You don't think the black woman got a right to be angry when she's been raising two-thirds of the kids by herself for 50 years? And the minute she raised her voice, we say she's not humble enough? She had to become masculine to survive the rape, the molestation, the domestic abuse. Are you telling me you can't see how we created that? I understand that, but she needs to be more selective. If we was loving our women and and taking care of our women, do you think she would be like that? That personality has a history. If she's picking Pookie and Ray Ray instead of... You're making her a scapegoat. No, she's picking a scapegoat. No, 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 no. There's there's good quality men that they ignore. Why, why, Why is there even a Pookie in the selection? You got to ask her No, no, no. I'm going to tell you why there's a poop in the selection. Because black men have abandoned black boys and have allowed social media, white media, athletes, and rappers to raise them. That's why she went pookie. If she would not have a pookie. If we're going to be men, the Mm -hmm. first thing we got to do is take responsibility for why our women feel the way they feel.